Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. And don't you forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And today we're going to find out more about Chuck Gailey. He is an artist and illustrator. And recently he just got his own exhibit put up at the Max and Meridian. That's Mississippi's Arts and Entertainment, where they help to sort of launch and look for entertainment legacy, honoring creatives in the legends and inspiring tomorrow's artists. So, Chuck, I would say you're definitely not an artist of tomorrow. You're an artist of today and way back when, because you've got over, what, 50 books for educational now that you have sort of published mm-hmm. in terms of illustrating. Well, first, congratulations. Thank you. And welcome. Yeah, welcome back to Good Things. Show. You were one of our first guests here. Um, we were trying to figure out what year. I think it was the first year of Good Things. So that would have been 2017-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that means you are still rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. And now you <laughs> have right. your own exhibit. So how did the uh, the Max come about? How, who sort of came to you and was like, Chuck? Let's make an exhibit out of your great work. Yes. Um, Stacy Wilson Veralta, who is the curator there at the museum, emailed me one day out of the blue. I had I'd heard the Max. I knew about what they were, uh, you know, wonderful museum about Mississippi's talent. And I had not been to visit the museum. However, I got this nice email that they wanted to do a an exhibit of my illustrations for children's publishing. So, uh, you know, we started talking about a year ago, and we started uh, gathering some pieces. Uh, it it kind of turned out to be a retrospective since 94, pieces from 94, all the way up to this past October. So we got some brand-new pieces, and we got some older pieces in there. And it was pretty cool because... Um, if I may, when I went to yeah. deliver the exhibit back in October for them to mount you know, in their exhibit area, I was just flattered and scared all at once. You were allowed those emotions. <laughs> well, you walk in and you see Jim Henson, you see Leontine Price, you see Morgan Freeman, you see all the writers, Wealthy, Faulkner. And gee whiz, you know, what am I doing here? So <laughs> it's quite awe-inspiring. However, I did come to terms with it, realizing that we stand on the shoulders of giants. We absolutely do. And I think the part I love about it, Chuck, is you didn't even try or, you know, reach out to them. They reached out to you, which means you were quietly over the last, what, 30 plus years? 30 plus years. Doing your work Mm -hmm. here in Mississippi. It's reached, you know, from, um, you know, the country and beyond. And someone took notice. And I think that's, that is the best type of flattery. And you should. Quite Take flattering. a minute and celebrate that. So what was that like? I saw where you got to go with your friends and family and finally see the installation there at the Max. Yes, we had an opening last Tuesday, uh, t- last Tuesday evening. And we had a, I did a gallery talk where I talked about the process, creative process, but also brought to mind Meridian being specifically an artist that grew up in Meridian in the 50s. I'm sorry. 40s, 50s, and 60s. His name was Edgar Parker, and he drew animals, and he drew all kind of things when he was young. Went to the University of Alabama in art, and they said, you need to go to New York and so to study, and he did, and he then flourished in children's publishing in New York City. He taught at the School of Visual Arts there, and n- It wasn't until 1985 that he died in 82, came back to Mississippi, and he passed away. His sister donated all of his work to the Museum of Art here in Mississippi. 
Mississippi Museum of Art, who then put on an exhibit in 85 where I went to see that and was enthralled. How old were you in 85? Hmm, I think 30. Was that the first time maybe you thought that you could yeah. do this as a, yeah. as a profession? Absolutely. Because I love your over on your website, Chuck, I was reading through saying that you, you learned to draw or you got your first taste of drawing while sitting in church with a That's long-witted right. Baptist preacher. That's and I right. thought, this is great. We can all relate to your Everybody. grandmother or mother or your parents handing you you know, the back of mm-hmm. something from the pew killing mm-hmm. you to doodle so you, you stay quiet. But your doodling, man, must have been yeah, a little the, bit better than the rest of us. I don't know. The, the, line I, the line I wrote was uh, I had everything I needed to, needed in the Mississippi Delta, a pencil, a piece of paper, and a long-winded Baptist preacher. So, yes, that is absolutely true. And ironically, there's a, dis, a room there in the exhibit or in the museum which – uh, talks about how faith has entered a lot of our artist's work, both in writing and music. And it's a little gospel church scene. It's a church. And so that's where we had the gallery talk, this big 70-inch monitor uh, that I did my gallery talk with. <laughs> the pews were full. It had pews in it. So it was really cool. And so it was ironic that I returned to church to talk about my uh, drawings, which got started there in the pews there in Greenwood. Yes, you and you always kept drawing as something close to you thought it was going to be a hobby. You didn't necessarily see it as a profession. So, Chuck, what was maybe the first thing you thought? Okay, well, what am I going to be when I grow up? Yeah, architect, you know, and then artist, and I didn't think you'd make a living at it. So I started thinking, well, you know, this was back in the early seventies during ecology, which is the older version of today's global warming. <laughs> Perhaps uh, we used to call it ecology, and so I, of all things, in the Mississippi Delta, decided to take up scuba diving, and so we learned that in swimming pools, you know, and went down to Key Largo to get our open water dive. And I thought, man, oceanography—that'd be a great, you know, a great career to be a part of that. You know, uh, went into physics in college, believe it or not, and then. Worked a couple of summers at the research lab in Ocean Springs, where I promptly became seasick every time I went out on the boat, <laughs> work boat. They would say that's a sign from God. It is a sign from God. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe life on a boat wasn't going to be your profession that's true. either. So were you sort of just in between trying to figure out what to do with your life, Chuck, there in 1985 as a, you know, a 30-year-old who obviously is now failing at what they thought they were going to do because of yeah. seasickness, and yeah. then you see this exhibit at the art museum well, was it a click or was it a slow switch uh pretty much a click actually a little bit a little bit of time difference there like uh when i was in college just earlier a little bit and i remember that summer i came home and just decided that my my dad and my parents had always you know uh encouraged my art which i would i'm very blessed with that and so i went into art at the art department at mississippi state and studied and worked for ad agencies and so forth. Eighty five was when the exhibit came on at the at the art museum and my wife and I had not had any children at the time, but I thought this is this is pretty cool because it's, it's exquisite, exquisite drawings and paintings of, of these animals that this Edgar that Edgar Parker did. And so it just captured my imagination. Do you those. remember the first character maybe you drew of your own? Oh. Um, it would it may have been a little skating mouse mouse on on uh, on ice skates perhaps or a um, a young fawn in a ballerina tutu perhaps dancing because they're so graceful or that probably it could have been a bug with a, a fedora and a traveling case with a tie on and he had tickets in his hand very specific you have a great memory there Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> well the, the thing is uh, the, to the viewer hopefully it would you know in um, create in their minds perhaps there's a story behind this character and that is what the illustrator is supposed to do is to create uh, curiosity about where is this character going what's his story 
So that's the deal. And then you can sometimes even share the story, which you do so well, Chuck, without any words. You can just sort of have a picture book, and the pictures can sort of lead you and allow you to sort of immerse yourself in creating the story in your own head, which I know words help, too. But sometimes, as many parents know, sitting down and enjoying their favorite children's book with their kid, yeah. the kid can't read yet, so they yep. just start telling you. They could just start implant, you know, imprinting a, a completely new sort of trajectory for, for the characters, which is one of the things that you cherish the most with that time with books and children early on. Well, absolutely. It makes them hopefully lifelong readers, which will create better students and create better citizens, in my opinion. But I I did want to say uh, one of my favorites. See, I gobble this stuff up. I study illustration. I study the picture books, text, and so forth. And I I just, just love reading about it. And I even review picture books for Parents and Kids magazine. Every month, I'll review a book. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool that you get to see what's going on now. Anyway, David Wiesner is a three-time Caldecott winner. He said he did a lot of wordless books with his illustrations. And so he's decided, you know, wordless books, you know, who needs words? Why bother? Well, wordless <laughs> isn't good for radio, so we're going to keep a few more words with Chuck Gailey, illustrator and artist, coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 69. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 43. Your Wednesday, a beautiful day. Mostly sunny conditions, high near 71. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 49. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 74. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. Trust Care has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better, faster. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's remind you that there's an adventure waiting in Mississippi. All you have to do is go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. We hope you've taken time to explore the many museums that Mississippi has to offer, one of them being the Max, Mississippi Arts and Entertainment. And if you go by there now through, is it March, Chuck? March 12th. You'll see Chuck Gailey's exhibit in the Adventures in the Imagination uh, part where he puts up, what, how many, did you say 30? Uh, 23 pieces of of his children's um, illustrations mm-hmm. which you may have recognized some of his work around the country you had you did covers for Beverly Clearly's Ribsy and Henry Huggins mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool RL Steins which the first thing we comes to mind is the Bear Steen is that the RL Steins is no goosebumps. not the Bear Steen yeah. and then it's Goosebumps and yeah. Fear Street series Fear Street. for uh, recorded books and so what is it like watching your work be nationally out there it is uh hard work to 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 get to where that is so to speak uh the um it's you know i love it i'd love to be a part of that uh, uh when you send off the artwork these days it's you know mostly digital that you upload but you send it out and it gets published either put on a social media or a site or or, a, or in print and so it is uh, just absolutely wonderful to see it out there. When you first decided to step out on your own or maybe to create your own characters, did you think that you'd be able to have a supportive career out of that? Or do you think it would always be kind of managing both, which was your, you know, ad agency graphic designs kind of stable yeah. with, you know, maybe pursuing some of the other? I think the um, I've always wanted to illustrate, even even during, when I was working full time. But uh that to me in advertising was one thing then as we talked about earlier seeing how that you could put in put in illustrations and create illustrations for children's publishing was all that much more meaningful because you would to me helping a child enjoy reading you know will help them to be a better reader and a lifelong reader i hope which is important and definitely a good thing. You also are involved yeah. in Art for All Mississippi. And I think, you know, one thing we try to do here on Good Things is, too, is, is to support the arts in all capacities. So what is Art for All Mississippi? Art, Art for All Mississippi is an organization uh, that supports uh, artists and people with disabilities. We have uh, an adult art class that meets two or three times a week at the art center and right now it's the art museum with they have a class and we have teaching artists that help them learn to do a little better in their paintings and drawings and so forth and i think there's about 15 in that class and it's just they 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 are really great people to to work with i really enjoy that what does art do for anyone it doesn't matter if you can get paid for it or not when you take a medium whether it's you know crayon paint whatever and you just let your imagination Mm -hmm. lead your hands what happens i think it has more uh, of a cognitive benefit that you have to actually think about an image perhaps and how to uh, render it on paper Uh, it's a thoughtful uh, process you go through and anytime you are exercising your brain to think up things like that it's that's just even better. <laughs> you mentioned you shared with those that came to the opening of your exhibit there at the Max about your creative process. Has mm-hmm. that changed much in 30 years? Um, the only thing that has changed where it used to be on tracing paper and a piece of paper, now I have a big Wacom tablet easel, which is a touch screen with a stylus. And you can actually do digital drawings on a big, you know, 22 inch monitor. And that is, you're creating a digital image, but you're still drawing on that in, on that screen with a stylus. And I use a particular uh, program called Painter, which mimics watercolor and you know pencil and uh, any medium you want. And it is very fluid, very fluid. So that's the only difference. Although 
Interestingly enough, I have returned now to a pen and ink and watercolor, simple, simply because I wanted to show the hand of the maker, so to speak, if that the hand of the artist is in those pen and inks. I can tell it feels like, you know, there's always a pendulum that swings toward technology and then there's one that swings sort of back. And then you can definitely find this place where you have the balance, but you miss sort of the, you know, what what got you started in the the, using the raw materials. Uh, Yes. And and that's uh, certainly a case. uh, I think it's a more of a for me, it's a tactile thing where digital, you know, you're just. You know, drawing on that monitor, touchscreen monitor, but uh, with with watercolor and pen and ink, it's it's very tactile, and you're you're actually using the brush with pigment on it and being very delicate. And I cannot get on my digital images the texture and the quality I have in my watercolors and pen and ink. Well, I think that's something that holds special to something that is, you know, one of a kind. Yep, yep. It can be replicated yes. through prints, but there's right. still the original that's, mm-hmm. you know, can't be mm-hmm. replicated in that in that aspect that makes mm-hmm. it that makes it sort of special. Yep. I would think too, all the characters that have lived in your head over the years, Chuck, that you've put in your own picture books. Yes, you've um, illustrated other artists' work for their covers, but you've made your own. Mm-hmm. Where do you get the? Where do they come up? Do you see them in family members or friends or? or <sighs> I mean, it's one thing to end up in a love novel. It's another thing to end up in a children's book so, <laughs> as a dancing, you know, well, character. Uh, uh, if I may, Sherry Lucas came by the studio the other day to, to do a little interview. And, and so I have a big uh, print of, of a character of a big, big elephant with big tusks reading a very small book. And she says, well, what is, what is, who is that? And he said, well, I don't know. I, I don't know who he is. He's just a character and he's at a bookstore and, you know, he's very dapperly dressed. And I said, I don't even have a name for it. And, and Sherry said, well, I think his name is, uh, Mr. Bullworth. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Which was that it fit actually, Mr. Bullworth. I thought it was really cool to come up with that name. However, a friend of mine who is a large person, I saw one day reading a very small book. And so I thought, hmm, there's this dynamic with this small book in the hands of this meaty hand, these meaty hands of this large person. That's, it's kind of interesting. Is that how you go through your day, Chuck? Just yeah, looking for things that are kind of interesting? I do. I, I try to I figure out what, the, what is that person thinking? What made that person do that particular event? You know, and then you try to illustrate mm-hmm. and try to that. figure out and try to tell that story visually, and so that's what writers do, but they do it with words, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that's what movie directors do, but they do it through film, right? So illustrators similarly do that, and you know, Pixar is wonderful. Pixar, the movie people, mm-hmm. they come up with very much, very, uh, very emotional movies that are you know have a lot of heart. But uh, the idea of working with a character, a universal character in an animal, which can that that everybody can identify with an animal, right? We all have a spirit animal. Spirit animal, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Where sometimes working with children, drawing children, and so forth. Although I I like to do that as well. You know, they they zoom in on what they, do they look like me or do they not look like me? But with an animal, you know, it could be anybody. Right. Right. You more identify with their characteristics or with their, you know, their character traits, not mm-hmm. not physically, but yeah, exactly more, physically look like that but, person, but emotionally and yeah. sort of the things that they're interested in. Well, if we're interested in maybe connecting with you, Chuck, I know we need to go to the Max and see your yes. exhibit until you said March twelfth, but. Where else are you? Well, I'm at, uh, like everybody, I have a website, just chuckgailey.com. It's real easy. Contact uh, button there, you know, let you email me and um, on Facebook and all of those social medias. And I post, you know, just to kind of keep my imagery out there. And so... And to the parents who have, or grandparents who have creatives within their own home, yep. children's or kids, or maybe they themselves are one who enjoy drawing. Mm-hmm. What do you say to them to continue to, you know, fan that flame? I would, I would, uh, depending on the age, of course, uh, I would uh, buy them books on drawing. I think uh, that's the way I learned. You know, I had books on drawing and uh, just picture books in general, just stories where the illustrations are just magnificent and they take the 
mind into the story as well. But books on drawing where they can sit alone and kind of draw from those books, pun intended, I guess, but use those books as teaching tools and help them to say it's okay to just have really rough, rough sketches. You know, buy them a sketchbook. <laughs> Buy them some pencils. And let them doodle. And let, let them, them doodle. Feel free to doodle. That's right. And you never know. They may wind up with their own exhibit there at Maybe. the Max That's what beyond. the Max is all about, is for encouraging talent well, in Mississippi. Well, Chuck, let's keep this on a four-year yeah. rotating, <laughs> four <year> rotating. <laughs> rotating thing. We'll see you Thank back, you. what, in 2025? <laughs> That's right. Thank you for letting me come Congratulations today. again. Thank well you. Well deserved. All you got to stick you. with us. we got more for you coming up next. Listen, my love, open the door. Calling all women. Innovative Health Clinic is hosting a meet and greet to discuss women's urinary incontinence Thursday, December 2nd from 3 to 7 p.m. A representative will be on hand to answer any questions about the MCELA, designed to help relieve urinary incontinence as well as a free 10-minute treatment. Food and beverages will be provided, so call Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland at 601-944-5585 and RSVP today. That's 601-944-5585. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our holiday open house, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums, located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. My great uncle, John Juniker, started Juniker Jewelry Company right here in Jackson in 1944. He was followed by his nephew, my dad, Ted Ravenstein. Then all his children, including my John, followed him in the business. And I joined Uncle John as a fourth generation here at Jennifer's. I'm Corey. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. Inviting you to join our family this season at Juniker Jewelry Company as we celebrate over seven decades as Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Today we have ten times the selection of diamonds, engagerings, and fine jewelry you'll find in any other store in the state. All at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. For your diamond engagement ring. For the ultimate Christmas gift. This holiday, come home to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In a speech about the new Omicron variant of COVID on Monday, President Biden said shutdowns and lockdowns aren't an option at this point. 
On Thursday, I'll be putting forward a detailed strategy outlining how we're going to fight COVID this winter, not with shutdowns or lockdowns, but with more widespread vaccinations, boosters, testing, and more. Tomorrow, the Supreme Court will hear arguments on a Mississippi law that bans abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press with Chuck Todd, Governor Tate Reeves defended the law, which was blocked by a lower court. There is no fundamental right in our United States Constitution to an abortion. And furthermore, Chuck, I believe very strongly that if you read the Constitution, there is nowhere in the Constitution that prohibits individual states, states like Mississippi, to limit access to abortion. Super Talk Mississippi News. I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you still searching for the perfect Christmas gift? Taylor Power Systems has you covered. Surprise your family this Christmas with a Briggs and Stratton home generator from Taylor Power Systems. We offer numerous sizes to meet the power needs of any home. Financing is now available. Call us today at 601-922-4444 to discuss a Briggs and Stratton standby generator for your home. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. especially during the holiday season. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Now, I know the Egg Bowl has already been decided, so we aren't here to debate that, but to celebrate some of the good things that happened that day. Joining us here on Good Things is Miss Tramisha Joyner. She's the wife of Randall Joyner, Ole Miss defensive line coach. And she was going to celebrate whether win or lose because she got to be there on the sideline for her man and her team. And she's joining us today to share why that was a special thing. Hey, Tramisha. Hi, how are you? I am doing well, girl, and I know you are celebrating every day. So let's go back to your first year in Oxford. It may not have been, you know, the Cinderella year you had hoped for. So tell us about that. Well, yes. So my husband got the job here at Ole Miss in January, and I was a teacher at the time. So I stayed in Dallas where we were previously until June where I met him after the school year. When I got here in the fall, I enrolled in Ole Miss as well for the graduate program. Um, I had begun studying to be a mental health counselor. During that time, I mean, everything started how you could have imagined. School was going great. Football was going great. Um, I'm a big person. I love to work out. And I went to work out one morning on a Monday morning. And right as I was about to finish, I got a headache. And it was a headache where I could not move my body. Um, I mean, as some will say, it was the worst feeling of my life. And in that time, I was able to rush to the locker room where I just laid down. At that time that it was happening, my husband was actually in practice getting ready for us to play Alabama. So during that time, I'm just like, okay, this is a headache. I'm going to get through it. I'm not about to call him. It's such a big game week. But that headache was not letting up. And it went from feeling like a headache 
to pressure on my brain where I just felt something squeezily, squeezing tightly around my head. So I gave my best friend a call and she was talking me through it and she kept asking to call my husband and I was just like, no, we're playing out, you know, coach's wife, we're playing Alabama this week, can't bother him. Um, and so, you know, we continued to wait. What 30 minutes later, it wasn't letting up. And I was in no way where I could drive home because that's honestly what I wanted to do. I just wanted to get home, take some Tylenol, and lay down. I ended up having to call a coach's wife to come get me, and I asked her to take me home. And she said yes. Well, at this time, the pressure is so is hurting so bad that I am hysterically crying to her to come get me. So what she does is, I guess, in the process of coming to get me, she calls our athletic trainer. Well, when she gets to the gym where I am, I get on the phone with the trainer. And based on the questions that he was asking me about my head, um, you know, how I was feeling pressure, um, light sensitivity, I couldn't look at the light. I had to keep my eyes closed because it was making it hurt more. I actually started vomiting. I was rushed to the ER. Um, and in the ER... Ole Miss, so grateful for them. They were able to get me with a physician quickly, and they got me in there and got me into a CAT scan within 10 minutes. After being in that CAT scan for, you know, that while being, I came back, and my husband was there, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. If he left practice, he doesn't ever leave practice. So if he left practice, I looked at him. He looked at me, and he went to say hello to me, and his voice cracked. And that's when I knew something was wrong. So at this point, Tremisha, you didn't know that you had had an aneurysm. You were just there with the pain trying to figure out what had happened, right? Like you were kind of not really sure what was going on either. No, because, you know, like I was saying, I just wanted to go home and take some Tylenol. I had no idea what was going on. So while I'm in there... In the CAT scan, I'm thinking, you know, I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy, you know, all those hospital shows. So I'm thinking, crap, this is either maybe cancer or this is nothing. And I just pulled my husband out of practice for no reason. Um, And so when the doctor came back, he said, I need to tell you something, but I need you to calm down. So I guess my crying was making it worse. And that is when the doctor told me that my brain was bleeding. Wow. That is not um, something because right you are a young, healthy woman who's up working out, doing all the things, you know, sort of right. And then to be sidelined like this, I guess, pun intended. I mean, you know, when you're like, think life's going in a good direction. I mean, what were the first thoughts that came through? Um, I can actually tell you, I looked at my husband and I'm sorry, this always makes me emotional. But I looked at my husband and I asked him for them to please not let me die. Um, That's all that I could think. I really thought that I was going to die that day. Um, Because the second thing that came around is there was not a neurosurgeon in Oxford. So they had to care flight me to um, Memphis where I was immediately rushed into surgery. So that was my, my first thought was I, we had just had our wedding in July and here I am now, like you said, healthy working out in school. And I thought I was going to die that day. What date was this, uh, Tremicia? When is, when's the timeline for the aneurysm? Um, what do you mean? So when do you have it? When when did this and when did your aunt- at it started at ten forty in the morning. That's when I remember looking at my phone and I didn't find out I was care flighted around twelve thirty, one o'clock. And when did they think that maybe you could get back to I hate to use, you know, air quotes normal, but did you think this was gonna be a long recovery? Would you think you were gonna be back there supporting, you know, Ole Miss and your husband soon, or did your doctors tell you it may take a, it may take a minute? So the, the the once we got to um because while I was there in Oxford they brought a neurologist on the screen to kind of more explain to me what is going on and why this is such an emergency. And so when I got to Memphis, 
the um, at the time they didn't know what surgery they would have to do. It was either going to be a coiling through my growing, or they were going to have to open my skull and do a clipping. So you know, all we could start doing, all my husband started doing, is praying. We come from a big football world. We were at SMU for three years. We were at Ohio State for a couple years, and all I remember is him just sending texts out to everybody. And when I mean the power of prayer. Prayer is so powerful, and that is what brought me through. So the neurologist said, based on my surgery, they didn't know how I exactly I was going to come out. Um, if I were go- going to have vision problems, if I was going to have walking problems, they did know that they had to keep me there for two weeks for observation. Well, you made it out, and you made it to the sidelines, or at least within the stands, for maybe the biggest game of your husband's, you know, Ole Miss career leading up. I mean, some would say there might be others, but that's the Egg Bowl. It's also a holiday. It's Thanksgiving Day. So whether I know whether they won or lost, you were excited just to be there. But I know it was a miracle for you and yourself to be able to stand there. What was that like for you and your family to know that everyone was there on the sidelines? And it it definitely was a miracle because, Rebecca, a week later, I ended up back into the hospital for a week. A week before, I mean. So a week before the egg bowl, I ended up back into the hospital for another week because I started to have that same pain again. Um, But my CAT scans, my MRIs, they did spinal taps, everything, EEGs, everything came back normal. So I was observed for a week there at the hospital, and then when it started to ease, I was able to leave again. So that definitely was a miracle to be at the Egg Bowl, especially since they have those cowbells. So I had to go with um, a lot of protective gear for my ears. Um, As you can tell from my photos, I have earmuffs on, but under those earmuffs, I also have earplugs in. And, I mean, RAD is amazing. Him and his wife where um, they let me sit up there with them for the game so that I could go because I wouldn't have been able to go otherwise. Tremecia, what do you say to people maybe who are going through a hard time right now? Maybe they their curveball isn't a brain aneurysm, but maybe it's been some other poor diagnosis or just a setback. You have such good faith and you have such a you know bright spirit, even though you've had some tough times. What do you say to others? That the Lord is not going to bring something to you if he's not going to bring you through it. And that is, I mean, I I faced death. My neurologist told me that if I would have taken a Tylenol and went to sleep, I wouldn't have wakened back up. So the Lord will not take you through something if he's not going to bring you all the way through it. And then the power of prayer. Prayer is not something light. It is life-changing, and it is life-saving. And that is what, just keep praying, keep your faith, and keep trusting that God has you in the palm of his hand, 24-7, literally. Well, we're glad that Mississippi has you and your husband here with us in Oxford. We're glad that you are doing well, Tremecia. I know they're going to need you for their bowl game and hopefully for many more seasons to come. So thank you so much for sharing your story here on Good Things. And we will still be praying for you. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. You guys have a happy holiday. And I'll say hotty toddy just for you, Tremecia. Hotty toddy. <laughs> All righty, y'all see. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'll never forget when I was a child the excitement I used to feel on Christmas morning when I saw that new rifle or shotgun under the tree. I hope you'll come by and see us and let our friendly staff help you pick out a little excitement for that special person on your list. I have to tell you, though, I got the wrong kind of excitement last week. I took off a few days to go hunting, and while I was gone, my wife and daughter came in and decorated the store for Christmas. Bows and ribbons everywhere. They even dressed up my dadgum black bear mount like Santa Claus. Women. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. 
Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Make your home merrier this Christmas. Miss Kelly's has thousands of products in stock and ready for you. Plus, with no money down financing and savings up to $300, we're furnishing happiness for the holidays. A new bedroom, a roomier dining set, or more seating in the family room. There's plenty to choose from on our website or in our showrooms. Then pick it up or have it delivered, and your furniture will arrive before Santa. Make this Christmas your merriest at Miss Kelly's. This is the closing agar market report. It's the close in New York Cotton Exchange. March cotton was up 14 to 111.55. May cotton was down 211 to 107.50. Closed the Chicago Board of Trade. January soybeans were down 24 and a quarter to 12.17 and a quarter per bushel. March soybeans were down 25 and a half to 12.26 and a half per bushel. March corn was down 14 and three quarters to 5.67 and a half per bushel. May corn was down 15 and three quarters to 5.70 per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was down 140 to 137.90. April live cattle was down 145 to 141.07. January feeders down 87 to 164.85. March feeders down a nickel to 166.50. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 503 points, 34,633. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And did you know one of the best-selling groups of all time, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire, is coming to the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo on May 1st, 2022. Yep, that's a little bit away, but they want to go ahead and tell you you can get your tickets now. Tickets are on sale at ticketmaster.com at the at the Bancorp South Arena box office. I didn't want to get it wrong. (laughs) But now is your chance here on Good Things to win a pair of tickets. Go ahead and put your 2022 on the right track to go see Earth, Wind, and Fire in Tupelo. Be the what person, Rhino, to text into the ceasefire text line, which is 601-879-4395 with the key phrase to win a pair of tickets. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Text in Shining Star, and you will get a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Again, that will be May 1st, 2022, but go ahead. If you win them, I won't hold it against you if you put them in a stocking (laughs) for your loved one and say, look, we've got something to look forward to in the next uh, year. So, again, Shining Star, 601-879-4395 is the key phrase to win a pair of tickets. Don't forget, Sports Talk Mississippi will be at the Country Club of Jack 
Jackson coming up for the presentation of the C Spire Connolly Trophy to the season's top college football player in Mississippi. You'll hear from coaches, players, and past winners during the show today. So that's Sports Talk Mississippi today after good things coming up next at the 2021 C Spire Connolly Trophy presentation ceremony. And then tomorrow you're going to have middays with Gerard as well as myself. We're going to be in Columbia for the great uh, events that are going on there around Christmas. So you'll make sure you want to tune in from that from 10 to 1 and they'll be back from 2 to 3. And then the Gallo Show will be at the Golden Triangle Regional Airport on Friday for their 50th anniversary. So the Golden Triangle Regional Airport is an important economic driver for the North Mississippi. And with holiday travel here, there are a ton of reasons to travel with GTR. And there are plenty of reasons to stay tuned in to Supertalk, whether you're listening to it from your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, you're streaming us live over at supertalk.fm or through the Supertalk app, or you're watching us on the many ways that you can do that now on all the different platforms. In fact, just go to supertalk.fm slash connect and see all the ways you can get our show here at Good Things and the rest. But the best way to connect with us each day, not only just tuning in from 2 to 3 to hear about the good things, but is over on the Good Things Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun there. There wasn't enough time today to really dive into it, but today is actually National Mississippi Day. So it's our one day out of the whole weird national calendar year that everyone gets to talk about Mississippi and the good uh, that goes on here. So over on the Good Things Facebook group, we are asking you to tell us that you live in the Magnolia State without telling us. And one of our longtime listeners text in on the ceasefire text line, Greg and Nettleton, sharing a funny story. Tell us you're from Mississippi without telling us. It's basically December the 1st, and you have people out in sweaters and flip-flops enjoying their uh, their lunches, and that is definitely one way you can know that you are from Mississippi. The good news is, Greg says, that they were laughing and seemed to be enjoying themselves, so you rock your flip-flops with your, high, with your turtlenecks and your sweaters. You never know what the weather in Mississippi is going to be like, uh, and, and that is true for sure, for all year long. Some of the other things, though, over on the Good Things Facebook group that I find very Mississippi-ish, Abe says hotty toddy, which goes with our guests who just uh, joined us. Others said cowbells, but also goes with our guests who just joined us. But Wanda said Neshoba County Fair, that's very Mississippi, and hometown is my hometown, says Chris. And Joe says he's going to drive up to Hot Coffee, Mississippi, for a white mocha frappuccino. Joe, if you're listening to good things, I feel like there's a story behind that, as well as Billy says, home of the fighting okra. So there's a lot of things that are unique to our great state, and I think good things is one of those. Jeff in Oxford says the Egg Bowl absolutely only happens in Mississippi. Rhino, did we get a winner? We did. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I just appreciate everybody who's already thinking to the good things that will be happening in 2022. So, Rhino, how would you tell us that you are from the Magnolia State without telling us? I went with a list of uh, southern or soul food or however you want to call it. We just call it good old home cooking. But I listed off biscuits and gravy, fried catfish, tamales, collard greens, cornbread, and cobbler yum and then when you leave someone said of course you're welcome to come and eat but then someone else said y'all come back now you hear and watch out for the deer safe travels and if you haven't said that when someone has left your house during this time of year then you may not be from uh, mississippi you're definitely not from rural mississippi if you don't give that whole watch out for the deer as you leave here good old send-off Thank you all for tuning in. It was a great day today on Good Things. Don't forget, you can always catch it in podcast form, so subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. But you got the boys coming up next on location, so stay tuned to Super Talk for Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.